All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, we're here a little late with our bravado bonus for the month, but better late than never. Okay? We're here. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Welcome to, this is your August but bravado bonus but welcome to september yeah we're in september like it's a full swing i'll tell you that much yeah yeah so what are we chatting about this month this month we're gonna be talking about resilience um resentment resilience resentment Mm, i've never heard that before i know i know it's becoming more and more popular because of the resilience hype you know like have you ever had somebody when you were going through a tough time say like, Hey, just be strong or you got this. Don't worry. You got this. I maybe not just, no one has ever told me like, just be strong. But even if they they have been like, you're strong, you got this. This will pass kind of like, instead of embracing like what I'm going through, Mm kind of quickly get into the, you going to push through. I know you, you're going to be good type of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And we see that a lot too. in like marketing, you know, the mugs that be like, keep calm, carry on. Yeah. Like all of that is kind of messaging around resilience. Mm -hmm. And we just have to acknowledge that everybody is not trying to persevere and like push through. Like there's some emotions that we have to go through. Right. And the messaging that we get when we're telling people to just pull yourself up by your motherfucking bootstraps can be a little, toxic and um not as great for our health and well-being our mental health as we think yeah it has an adverse effect i think about how often if somebody tells me that they're having a hard time that maybe i even 
like immediately jump to the positive or the glass half full because it's like hopefully you're telling me this sometimes it's just as an ear but I want to try to offer some sort of solution and sometimes that looks like girl we gonna get through it you know what I mean yeah and I don't understanding this aspect along with toxic positivity helps me be more mindful so that I'm not just ushering people through like the the process because yeah. that part is common so with resilience resilience represents an ability to handle life setbacks and is an overall representation of adaptability you know like oh i got this i feel like my mom is probably one of the most resilient people i know um so resilience resentment is a pushback to those toxic nudges that encourages us to conquer our emotions and be unwavering under stress and difficult situations so yeah i think it's important that we reframe how we look at resilience um because the way that we develop resilience is not by just being strong right it's acknowledging our challenges and being open and asking open to and asking um and receiving help from people because i know that sometimes i offer the you gonna get through Mm -hmm. um or the bright side of things because it's uncomfortable like when people are presenting their challenges and I'm solution oriented so I'm just trying to like hurry up and get to the other side yeah um and I want to do better with that because it doesn't feel good when people are like you gonna get through because nigga right right now I don't feel like I'm gonna be getting through and it's like even if I know that I will get through I'm right now I'm having a real emotion and an experience that is requiring me to like not think about what's going to come on the other side of this. Right. You know, like maybe I'm just down. Yeah. Fuck. And it's okay. It is. It's it okay. Is. So we're going to go through some w- ways that we can reframe our perspective around resilience so that we can be and do better. So the first way is to acknowledge that resi- resilience is a process. It's not a trait, right? There's this belief that Some people are just born with or without resilience. That is antiquated. Resilience takes time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's even more true for black women. The strong black woman archetype is a badge that many of us have worn like a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. It's something that people think is just automatically attributed to being a black black woman. woman experience. Um, and it's time to do better, especially the women who we're, we're now saying that we want a soft life. Like we want to not be so damn strong and hard all the time. And it's hard to do that when everybody thinks that, you know, y'all got it. Y'all strong. Y'all resilient. You know, it, it ain't no tea. But the truth is like both can exist. It's duality because it's because resilience is your process. You can be a soft girl. Yeah. You know? You're yeah. not not resilient because you're not being a strong black woman. Like, girl, you can. There's moments for resilience. There's a time for resilience. Yeah. And because it's a process, our lived experiences of dealing with pain, suffering, disappointment, etc. That's what helps us flex our muscles around adaptability and being resourceful. Um it's not just a flip of the switch, right? It's the shit that we have gone through, the things that we have seen. Yeah. And once we learn how to use the lessons from those difficult experiences that we've had with intention, we're able to develop more resilience. It's not a matter of how lucky or unlucky we are or, you know, it ain't, it don't run in my blood. Right. I I ain't got that gene. (laughs) We lazy over my family. Yeah. That's not the vibe. Yeah. And I think because I do feel like I'm resilient sometimes, um, 
I can admit that I have looked at people like, what the, like, what's yeah. going on with you? Why aren't mm. you bouncing back? Like, you know, we all go through shit. Come on. But maybe, maybe they were the ones really taking the time to really, you know, experience what was happening. Yeah. And I was the problem. Yeah, because, again, that's how it's developed. The more we learn from our experiences and be able to take the lessons. Honestly, no, I think that maybe you probably have that experience. But I can say in the most recent breakups, you've developed a, a good resilient resilience muscle hmm. in that area. Because I feel like you... The, the breakup wasn't the easiest. It was right. tough, especially towards the end and everything that happened. Um, <coughs> but I feel like there was some lessons that you learned because when it kind of spun the block or came back around in a little, even like in the friend way. Yeah. Like you understood it and you were able to adapt and draw back on the experience and the lessons even faster. Yeah. Like, you know, resilience doesn't necessarily just mean like, okay, we getting through it. It's like, okay, what does my adaptability look like? How resourceful am I in this current situation? What can I draw on to get me to the next right stage you know what i mean so i think just the more we understand that like the science behind resilience and what things actually are almost like therapy speak then when we really can distinguish like what this means versus what we think it means we can process it better and like understand it in a way that make like it's actually yeah. practical that makes sense i think that is a good point because when we sometimes look at resilience as one way it could look like i'm resilient once i notice it i'm done i move yeah. on versus maybe I had a different process, but I'm still resilient because mm -hmm. I came out on the other side Period. and on top just in a different way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, another way to reframe your perspective around resilience is understanding that it's not about bouncing back and suppressing the dark emotions, right? So the strong back black woman archetype, again, pretending that we're good and not acknowledging that we're facing a difficult time is, is not beneficial to our well-being, y'all. And I can do this. I've had this in my, it's part of my chart, my history. <laughs> chart, chart. <laughs> you know, just being like, I'm good. Somebody asking you if, if you need anything or is anything going on? And you're just like, no, that's our automatic response. As soon as somebody's like, how are you? I'm yeah, well. Yeah. Bitch, are you really? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to act as if you're, you don't have to pretend that you're good when you really aren't. Um, and another thing is like getting up after we've been knocked down without examining those lessons and nurturing ourselves, sort of like we were talking about, can create an adverse impact on impact It really on can. Us. You, you know what thinking, I mean? you moving and grooving. And you're not. You're it, just sweeping shit under the rug. Uh, yeah. And it's creating a deeper, bigger womb. But there's research that shows, and we all know this, we've spoken, we preach about this, but mindfulness that focuses on acceptance and ex um, really exploring your difficult emotions are really what can help us um, kind of move through them in a way that's more effective than just like blatantly ignoring them. So using that emotion wheel. Is it called emotion wheel? Right? Yeah, to identify the emotions that you're feeling beyond the surface and say, yes. like, I'm okay or I'm irritated or I'm annoyed or yes. whatever. It's like you're actually feeling something deeper that need that deserves to be explored. And even if you're feeling it, accepting, I'm sad right now. I'm hurt. I'm yeah. disappointed. I'm angry. Once we can accept it, then it's like, okay, now I can start looking at what it is that's making me angry or how I'm feeling and really start to process and and healthily move on because we'd be quick to get up out of some shit. Ooh, I don't like the way that feel. I'm done with that. Yeah. Moment I stopped having fun with it. I'll be done with it. Listen. That's the most iconic drink. But don't be done with it. Really don't be done. Don't be done with yourself. It just be a carryover sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um. Another thing is that true resilience is about harnessing 
protective factors, not having the perfect life. So we understand that life is hard, right? Relationships are complicated. Work and school and everyday life can drain us. But research has shown that perfectionism has spiked 33% in the past 10 years. We are still trying to be perfect. Yeah. No matter how much we preach it, no, ma- no matter how much we state perfection is not reality, there are still pieces of us that strive for perfection. I know I, I can identify with that. Even when I try to give myself a break, it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck going on? Mm-hmm. And... um. I'm hard on myself. We're hard on ourselves. Social media, we already know, doesn't make it any better because it it makes it seem like we need to have our shit together. If we haven't been grinding all day and we're not meeting our life goals by a certain age, it feels like we're crumbling. Yeah. It's easy for us to feel underaccomplished and unsuccessful when our ideals of having an insta-perfect life are constantly being shoved down our throats, right? We're spending too much time on these apps. But... There's been more research that shows that there's power in having these protective factors in our lives that can help us create a buffer against these feelings of perfection, right? Mm-hmm. So what protective factors are, these are care and relationships, they're living out your values, practicing gratitude, spending time on activities that you enjoy and relaxing, laughing, And having the ability to draw up on your past experiences to solve whatever current problems you're dealing with. We have to have these things in place um, and understand that there's no perfect life, but we can we can focus on building these protective factors so that we can we can navigate through this life a little easier. You know, like we need it's not about just being super strong. It's about having things in place to help us. Yeah. And we know that to be true. Even when things aren't going to the, like in our way, our favor, it's it's so refreshing and stabilizing. I think when you know that there's other things in your life that are going well. Right. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like their narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. 
But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this, Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words then phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance and for the woman on the move whether you're on your desktop or using the app Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life they have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline meaning you can learn anytime anywhere and I have a secret for you for a limited time Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more chopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. 
I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You could even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I could just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. You know what I mean? It's like maybe you are having a difficult time at work. Maybe your relationship isn't the best right now. Maybe you're struggling with your own identity or self-worth like internally with things. But if you have things that you can refer to or defer to when things are getting tough. It's like, okay, it's not so dark. Right. And it's not, we don't have to have that all or nothing thinking. Yeah. Or it's like, okay, this sucks. So my life sucks. It's like, no, it actually doesn't. Maybe this part. This part. But not the whole totality of my life. I know. And throwing it all away when it's like, girl, you could be doing other things that help you build up tolerance to go back into that other shitty part right and keep working on it yeah i think that's how we feel about our our like personal lives i mean our, our jobs yeah you know it's like you might not like your nine to five year white man gig but the other parts of your life are so fulfilled that it gives you the like power the battery puts the battery on your back it does. to go back in there and work for five days listen because those funds help me with my protective <laughs> factors. They do. Yeah. They help me pay for my experiences. Mm-hmm. The things I want to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I, I do want this part to be better. And as I'm actively working to make it better, let me pour into the things that I enjoy. And I know, like, I do. And it's like a cycle. It keeps pouring into one another. It does. It does. I'm like, but you know, I, the the gratitude thing is real because it's so easy for my mind to go into what's not working. Mm-hmm. And I really have to be intentional and exert a lot of effort to be like, what is working? What am I thankful for? What am I grateful for? Right. Like the other day I had woke up and I was making up my bed and I'm like, I'm really thankful that I'm able to like get up and move freely and make up my bed and prepare myself to like start my day in a way that I want to because mm-hmm. Some people aren't, and I'm just thankful for this. It's very small, right? but I'm thankful. Period. And then you don't feel as shitty. Right. <laughs> like, you know, this is good. I remember when I didn't have, I was. I did. I've always had a bed to make up, but, you know, we'll start but, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. But thankfully, <laughs> shit, there's people who ain't got a bed to make I up. I know. The little things. Yeah. Um. So another way to reframe resilience is understanding that it's a community thing, y'all. 
Relationships and a sense of belonging are associated with helping create the conditions of psychological safety, right? So when we feel like we belong in a place without fear and we're not being belittled or scrutinized, we feel safe there. Yeah. We feel, we feel safe there. And that's a pretty big part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs that mm, come on. that psychological safety. Yeah. Like before you can get to the top where we really want to be, you really have to have that basic need. Man. Yeah. So knowing that you're not alone and you have people who support you and living out your values, it really helps create that momentum and sense of shared purpose. You know, it's like really resilience is built when we are able to join together with the people around us to identify what actually sustained us. So that looks like candid, caring relationships, pouring into who we are. You know, it really gives us a sense of like, I could keep doing this thing. Imagine all the times that you have, or I can speak to myself when I'm feeling down or even scared or like, okay, I need to be able to talk to my friend about this. Yeah. I was just having this conversation with you yesterday about a topic that I feel more sensitive about. Oh, right. And we were like going to go into a group setting. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, let me finish getting my thoughts out here with you because I don't really want to go into the group setting and have this conversation just because of like the safety. The aspect. safety aspect is not there. Yeah. Not feeling like judged or like what I say is going to turn, be turned against me or like, Oh, see that didn't happen. Yeah. And it gave, it gives me the fuel. Right. <laughs> it gives me the fuel to honestly continue to be in the circumstance that I'm in because it can, it, you can start to feel like, Oh, girl, I know. I'm tired. I'm you tired can. of waiting. I'm you tired can. of pushing. I'm tired. Of, you I'm tired. Tired of things not happening. The safety is needed. Yeah. The safety in the community is needed because the conversations that we have amongst with ourselves in our head are very one dimensional. Yeah. You know, you can even feel like you have it all figured out with the mm-hmm. tools and the experience that you have and the knowledge. But when you talk to somebody else that you feel safe with that has like their own tools knowledge and insight it really makes you feel different that yeah. does make me feel like okay yeah i feel like i can do this like right. i feel a little bit more equipped because nigga talking to myself ain't good for me and only and like, talking and like to you myself. said it's very subjective yeah when you talk to somebody who's not in it but with in in with you you know not in your right, circumstance right, right. but got your back and you can trust them then it's like let me get some different perspective and I can actually move through the situation the way I, I, I'm intended to. Right. And the same thing happened with Wook. When yeah. she was like, you know, honestly, I would have approached the situation completely differently. If, if you I wouldn't Brittany. talk to y'all. Yeah. She was like, if y'all wouldn't have gave me that insight. Now she's still doing whatever she want to do. She is. She, but I can see her turning the corner a little bit. And this, I can too. And it's like, we, a part of the safety is still giving people the space to do that. Yeah. But when they like feel comfortable talking to you, standing firm and still guiding them, you know, because it's like, you still feel safe enough to come and you want to receive the information, so let me tell, let me identify the problem areas that you n- might not be able to see right, to better help spots. equip you to go back into that fight. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't see it, but let me let me call it out real quick yeah. and like tell you in a loving way so that you know because people can't play us like fiddles when we're alone. Oh, I know. <laughs> they really can't play. They can play us like fiddles. I feel like resilience is really. Um, 
like becoming a master of the lessons that life gives us. Mm. You know, I, I don't think it's necessarily when and when I say mastering, I mean, like your emotions, your perspective, your outlook, your ability, like your adaptability, not like I'm I'm taking everything. I'm getting a W in all of it. And I'm not yeah. eating no L's. I'm not taking no L's. Like, I think that you might take an L, but how do you make it a lesson? Yeah. How do you come back and be like, oh, I could do it differently this way? Yeah. Or maybe I can draw on this experience and to help me in this moment. Or maybe now I can talk to this person because I know that they've been there. Like, that's true resilience, not just being able to <laughs> eat all the punches. Right. Like, damn, you don't got to get beat down. Not yeah. down. That's not what it's about. Yeah. It's like, how can you really be graceful yeah. in your experiences and I, that's just really what I just thought about. I agree. It, it, it's not what they've told us to be. It's not. It's not what it's been. It's not what we've been painted out to be. It really is leaning on each other. To, like it is. Like, but they lied. Cause even they lied to us. At the top of this, when I say like my mom is the most resilient person I know, I feel like I, prior to this whole conversation, was thinking about resilience in a way of like overcoming just, struggle right or like overcoming hardship and like still making it to the top but like and I think that my mom has done a great job at that but then I think about and she's working on this but like her her ability to actually like process trauma mm -hmm. and like really feel and be emotional and vulnerable like that area is still very has a she has an area of opportunity in that regard yeah so I'm like how much how much more resilient could you really be exactly if you were having all of these experiences where you're like, I feel this thing. Yeah. And like, maybe I got to process and work through it and then I can get on the other side of it. Yeah. I think that our parents generation can really benefit from conversations like this because yeah. they really are the ones that need to do a reframe on resilience, you know, because they, they really did have to get it out the mud in a different type of way Yeah, without having the support from even their parents and their village because it was just straight survival mode. Yeah. Um, and I think that we need to take advantage of not having to be in the straight survival mode and have this information to be fucking better because we don't want the toxic type of resilience. No. We really don't want the toxic type of resilience. We want to be strong and be able, be able to overcome. But at the same time, we want to be able to feel and work through. Yeah. And I think that if 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 you are somebody who's in survival mode and you are struggling, you know, that this is a great time for you to step back and examine what your resiliency is based in or based upon and find if not find, but lean into your community and the people who you care about and really, um, yeah, do a reset. Yeah, do a reset. We don't have to stay in survival mode. Cause I, one final word on that is like I feel like um, when the resiliency is based on like just surviving, it's really hard to disconnect from that. You know, yeah. like all of the actions, all of the conversations, are and like thoughts and decisions are kind of rooted in that. So where it's like you know you're okay. Yeah. You know you can rest, you can relax. I'm thinking about. Well, I won't say that. I won't say that part. But yeah. There's, there's more. I want better for us. Right. I want better for us. So. And it's possible. It's possible. We just have to take, um, be intentional. Be intentional. Practice our mindfulness. Practice our gratitude. Understanding the power of community and really leveraging those protective factors, you know, doing those things that make you feel good. So when the low lows come, they don't take you under. 
Yes. They can't take you under. We're and trying you're to still resilient. And you're, you're still, still resilient. resilient. Yeah. You're still resilient. So hopefully um, this episode and this information helps you and inspires you to keep going and to encourage your community to do the same. Yeah. We and will- to feel along the journey feel we got to feel feel it all we got to feel we'll see y'all in a few weeks actually we will be back here we, with we will be back bonus. with another bonus <laughs> this month y'all okay Wheels. oh yeah oh. and a quick a quick reminder um we put a post up but we are transitioning to a single level men- membership community so one price for everything it's going to be offered until october 1st at ten dollars if you're listening right now you have the ability to be grandfathered in to the new one level membership. if you're listening right now you're actually in a good space you're listening in a good space but you but need to you make leave. changes you need to make changes because if you're yeah even if your sisters are ten dollars this is for only for soul sisters. but if you're a homegirl i mean if you're a bestie oh yeah if you're a bestie if you're a bestie and you're paying 25 dollars right now yeah and you want to stay a part of this community, then you need to switch your membership over to the current level that's listed as the Soul Sisters, um, which is $10 a month. You will be grandfathered into that that tier and you will reign at $10 a month for good. For but good, anybody yeah. who's joining after October 1st, so if you cancel your membership and you come back on October 2nd, you're going to pay $15 a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay? So there's a whole post, a very detailed post about what the transition is going to look like, what to do, depending on the tier that you're currently enrolled in. It's very seamless. If y'all have any questions, please feel free to message us um, and we will answer them. We appreciate you and your resources that you're investing here in the community that we're building here with the PGB. And um, yeah, we're grateful. We are. We'll talk to y'all soon. Love you. Bye.